0: subdivide uh it's our brand new alternative podcast i'm mira
1: and i'm alex
0: and when we say alternative um which we will probably be saying a lot during the show um we put air quotes around it
1: because it's pretty sad really it's not a cool word to use
0: no and what does it mean anymore
1: Mm. for want of a better word we use alternative
0: uh, but this podcast, yes, it will be about alternative things. And um, this week's is a special review of uh, Small Ideas. It's the Alternative Music Social at Sheffield, Society mm. at Sheffield. Um, and yes, so this will be really an informal review.
1: Yeah, we're just sitting, kicking back, drinking isotonic drinks.
0: <laughs> I was up um, at nine today in the IC because you can't get a computer otherwise. And. Um, uh, I was dead when I got into the studio, so Alex went and purchased us some colourful energy drinks. That um, I mean, mine's mine's got a man on it with with large
1: muscles. Oh, is it the same man as mine? Let's have a look. Oh, I know oh, I've got a different man. Oh, my man.
0: Mine's really ugly. Yeah,
1: my man's quite dashing, you know. He's got kind of dreadlocks. And...
0: Actually, this is this is um, the drink of, of rugby players. Oh, is it the official drink? So.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but this will probably go straight to our heads. But we thought we'd have, like, some drinking games with our isotonic drinks. What is... What does isotonic mean?
1: I've no idea. We need a chemist, really, to work that out.
0: So every time we say alternative, I think we should take a swig.
1: Any time we say a genre, because yeah. there's a lot of post-rock in the show.
0: The drink tastes like if you squeeze the juice of fruit pastels and wine gums into a drink, that's how strong it is. Yeah, it's... So we are going to be quite alert. High. Yeah, I feel like I run.
1: Off our heads.
0: <laughs> gonna go play some rugby. Uh, it's It stopped raining, so thankfully you can't hear that. Um, yeah. The power went weird a, uh, a while ago because I think it was lightning.
1: There was a storm of brewing
0: Yeah, there was, there was a helicopter as well. That was, mm. then that was it.
1: A bit worried about the apocalypse for a minute.
0: Yeah, though. we were, I didn't know what was gonna happen. We're quite high up as well, so it's quite worrying.
1: Yeah, we talk about music?
0: Uh, okay, so we went to the Small Ideas gig um, earlier this week. Alex?
1: Yes. <laughs> it was very good. Um, five bands, it was to celebrate uh, a year, a successful year for Small Ideas, the alternative society at Sheffield University. And uh, the bands in the bill were Beyond This Point of Monsters, Worried About Satan, Tired Irie, uh, and so i watch you from afar and maybe she will Yeah, yeah, and
0: uh, most of those are like post-rock though, which uh, I'm I, mm, Alex is post-rock and I think if we want to like put labels and genres on things
1: you better be drinking. Yeah
0: Oh, uh, do we have to drink again? Oh really noisy. Oh, yeah, wait
1: wait it said, it, it said mango on the machine, but I'm thinking this this says orange on the bottle.
0: This yes, this tastes this is cherry and it tastes like medicine. Mm. It reminds me of cowpole six plus <laughs>
1: Why um, is it so much easier to talk about drinks than our <laughs> music? No. Uh,
0: we can't say the name of it though. No. Because we don't want to endorse them. To... <laughs> um No,
1: capitalism. We don't want to yeah. promote capitalism.
0: Um so yeah, I suppose I'm more indie. I like I like I like my Yeah yeahs, metric, Long Blondes, that kind of thing. Alex likes his
1: Mono. Like, <laughs> I, I, I like post rock. That's one of Glass the genres jaw. I'm into. But I, yeah, I like a lot of things with core on the end. So yeah. I'm really into math core, and mm. I like hardcore and a bit of metal core.
2: <laughs> um,
1: right. What about the gig? Anyway. Um,
0: yeah, the gig also had live art. Um, there was a guy doing um, a painting throughout, um, which was quite good. If you didn't like the bands, not that I didn't like the bands, but you could look at what he was doing
1: yeah catered for everyone really it catered it's for nice. everyone
0: yeah the big selling point of this podcast is we're gonna have an interview with steve who is the the main man yeah yeah <laughs> of small ideas um at the end of the show so look forward to that it was a really good interview
1: he's really friendly he's
0: really nice we talked about him a lot actually after he left <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, good a, things obviously in
1: love with him. yeah he, was so, with him he was so
0: good though he <laughs> was so good
1: right beyond this point of monsters they were first on yeah, they were like, um, they're three guitarists, which was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen many bands to three guitarists, but I guess for the sort of, they play sort of post-rock and I think that helped them to create some pretty interesting atmospheres and they all sort of interlocked and worked as one together. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah, bass sound was really good, I thought, as well. It was really, like, fat and ominous. Mm. And they're like from
0: that. Derby, which is near Leicester. Leicester mm. was a recurrent theme throughout throughout the evening. Two of the bands on the bill were from Leicester. I'm from Leicester.
1: Yeah. you so. like to go on about it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Leicester or Canada?
1: I'm okay. not from Leicester. I'm from Reading-ish. I said Reading-ish. What, what good
0: bands come from what? Reading?
1: Sixth. The best band ever. Is it? Um, yeah.
0: And you meet at six.
1: Oh yeah. I don't know because I sort of I know one of those mem- one of the members of that band, but I'm not sure if they're actually from Reading or what.
0: Oh, Have you got a frog in your throat, Alex? Yeah. <laughs> Do You want to have some? I of have your? some
1: more isotonic drink.
0: Yeah. Mm. Swinging it down.
1: Oh yeah, the drummer in uh, Beyond This Point of Monsters. Did you see his face? Not, he was not really making good. fun of him, but okay. he made some really good drummer faces. Like mm. he looked like he was really trying hard.
0: Yeah, and well um, done.
1: Well done indeed, yeah. <laughs> Well
0: done to you. <laughs> it looked
1: like they had a good time anyway. Yeah,
0: it was really good. They, we, we watched them and then I just kept interrupting Alex saying, So exactly, so it's about this post-rock thing. <laughs> it sounded really lame.
1: Post-rock's a difficult concept to understand.
0: It was a difficult concept for you to explain to me.
1: I don't think I know what it is, no, really. No, it's
0: like dubstep.
1: Who really knows what Maybe that is Maybe we should anyway. change
0: our drinking to every time we say dubstep. I just I've just missed a
1: lot of drinks. Okay. We've got to catch up, right? So yeah, what else have we got to say about beyond this and Monsters? monsters? Uh, they were oh, a good starter. Yeah, got the crowd warmed up. They looked like they had a very good time, which kind of rubbed off, I think. Yeah. On the, on the crowd, um, but I don't know. They had the lights on, mm. which kind of wasn't ruined the atmosphere a little bit.
0: I agree. The lighting was mm. kind of weird throughout. The they didn't round, have enough in okay. the crowd,
1: as always. The first bands in the bill feel a bit sorry for them, don't you?
0: Yeah yeah <laughs> actually I'm not a very sympathetic person so oh, okay, <laughs> I right. don't have emotions so I don't know I was just sitting there um, but yeah they, uh, they're they currently recording stuff um, we were trying to find some tracks that we could play for you um, or we could lead you towards but yeah they're just rec- in the process of recording so nothing
1: Is there, uh, have they not anything on their MySpace
0: uh, there's a couple of videos um, that you might want to check out and you might want to check out their MySpace as well um, but yeah nice nice band
1: yep Divide podcast. And then they were followed by Worried About Satan.
0: That's right. Uh, I'm gonna say Worried About Satan were actually my favourite um, favourite band of the mm. evening. Even though they did have um, some technical issues and sound issues, I don't think one of the members could hear um, he could hear himself through the I monitor. Think it was the
1: monitors, yeah, there was a bit of a problem there, and they were not happy with that, but.
0: They were re- I when they once they got started like they were so good.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. They had um like a really eclectic sound. It was really different, really pioneering. I thought. I thought
0: it was re- I thought it was um, I thought it was really really good. And um, they gave us stickers and badges for free, mm. and they gave us uh, their EP two for free. They're
1: really nice.
0: Which is a really pretty EP, isn't it? Yeah, the, Considering. the
1: packaging is fantastic. Have you got it down there? They must have spent a lot of money on it. Yeah, it's got trees. It's got the cool. this cool concept of kind of nature and artifice (laughs) you know like because it's got like trees and the roots of the trees go into like guitar jacks yeah it's quite cool
0: but um you you stole the nice badges and stickers didn't you yeah
1: i gave you the crap
0: yeah you gave me some slightly dodgy some suspect ones um but yeah they were so nice and uh, i think they were just yeah they were just having problems but the guy one the guy's playing his guitar with a bow
1: yeah which it's was really cool forward thinking
0: and uh, they played they played on a desktop which was i thought was quite funny
1: rather than a laptop
0: yeah <laughs> i thought it was really good
1: you're gonna have um, the power
0: yeah uh, they've got um a, a new album coming out called arrivals and they've already got two eps so they've got tons of stuff that you can um, check out mm. and uh yeah you can also download a song called an infinity of oncoming lights that was mm. 2006. We can download that off their MySpace. Um, they've got loads of cool videos on um, MySpace. Actually, good at marketing. Mm. Really, really nice, nicely made videos.
1: Whole package, really. They do the yeah. visual and the audi- auditory.
0: But the uh, the best uh, piece of trivia we found out about Roy about Satan was that last year their music got played in an episode of Coronation Street. Which I find mm. hilarious.
1: Yeah, we're trying to work out like how exactly would that fit into the Cory. <laughs>
0: they played it in Roy's Roy's shop. <laughs> Rita's Rita and Norris's shop. What's the yeah. pub called in Coronation Street?
1: I, I've never seen okay. Coronation Street. Okay. I'm not really a soap fan.
0: Great.
1: Sorry about that. I haven't watched it for a long time, I Sorry, soap fans.
0: Um, and they're touring a bit, um, mm. so hope, just just go on their MySpace. That's the best thing to do and take them out. They're also on. Uh, Not
1: listening to us. Just yeah. do it yourself.
0: You know what? Just delete this podcast. <laughs> go on Home Machine instead. People yeah, we're too. gonna
1: play a song off their EP. You just <laughs> knocked my mic I'm and sorry, actually jump. I'm just destroying the studio. Um, yeah, the, we're gonna play a song off their second EP, which is called EP Number Two. Interestingly enough, and it's wittily called the last song and then in brackets first song remix
0: Mm. yeah so
2: here it is
0: So uh, that was them.
2: <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> Enjoyable.
0: So,
1: very, very much so. Uh,
0: the next band was more was more up my street. Uh, tide Irie. Mm. I'm gonna say. Do we want to say uh, indie electro or electro indie?
1: Indie electro, electro indie. indie. That indie Electronica. requires four drinks okay. from the isotonic drink.
0: Oh wait, mm. uh, uh, mine's cherries. Oh, it's quite
1: it a bit overpowering. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Mine just ex- exploded. It oh, got exciting. Hang on.
1: Anyway, shall I talk about tired Ari while you're drinking for their Electro, Indie, Indie Electro? Done it. They're quite, um, they probably won't like that pigeonholing.
0: No, they won't. The but, singer, um, was very 90s.
1: Yeah, very 90s. I thought Happy Mondays vibe going on there. Mm. Uh, I needs to dance. It was quite dancey. I can imagine a lot of sort of raving going on onto it. Well, not raving. That's probably a bit wrong for, for a, a rock band, essentially, but...
0: Yeah. Um, they didn't have a bassist, no. they did a synth slash keyboard player who provided bass. It's very um, fat,
1: very fat with PH bass.
0: Yeah, I GC. liked it, I really yeah. liked it. Um, and uh, they're from Leicester, so yeah. see the talent of my hometown. <laughs> they have a single, um, that I don't know how long it's been out for, but it's called Hexagon. And uh, they also have an EP which has four tracks on it and it's self-titled, entitled. Yes. entitled. I like the drummer He had um, drum pads as well So It just mm. The whole thing was just really good I can imagine dancing To that kind of thing In clubs Yeah in definitely fuzz.
1: Definitely in fuzz I,
0: I liked his haircut a lot It was like shaved On the back And mm. that's the kind of haircut I want next
1: Bit Morrissey Morrissey yeah. haircut
0: But I don't think I could pull it off Because My ears stick
1: out <laughs> Even
0: though people say They What's don't What's wrong
1: with Looking like an elf
0: I don't know I I, don't know. I like an elf I like a small boy um, it's, like, the shirt I'm wearing now um, is actually seven to eight year old small boys mm. Does it, it's, can you see how the sleeves come to my elbows yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you just noticed that
2: it's
1: very odd um. I mean, people
0: don't know, know what we look like do they
1: We'll put some pictures up on the blog.
0: Yeah. We have a blog that is currently in the process of being made. Alex is like a tech wizard. <laughs> <laughs> He's really good with coding. And yesterday we were in the media hub about... We we're, we're in there for a good nine, nine and a half hours. Yep. Um, and we did stuff with our blog and Alex made all these animations. I'm just making you sound really geeky.
1: Yeah, I'm, that's fine. I like geeks.
0: But the uh, blog is subdividemusic.blogspot.com.
1: That's it, yep.
0: Uh, go and check it out. There's nothing on it right now, but we will put self-indulgent pictures of ourselves up soon.
1: Oh, it's going to be brilliant.
0: Anyway, here's Tide Irie with SkipTech. <laughs>
1: on to the next band yes yes okay and so i watch you from afar
0: yeah this was a big one
1: yeah they were they were epic
0: yeah i always feel like really awkward i'm awkward anyway but like um when there's a band like and they're really big like this i always feel really awkward like sunny i don't really know what to do because um i really really enjoyed it and like normally i wouldn't i wouldn't actually listen to that kind of music it wouldn't be on my ipod kind of thing um And at first I was a bit like, oh, it's going to be heavy. I'm going to die here today. (laughs) And I could see Alex was really getting into it. It was getting a bit sweaty. The men were sweating. Uh, It was getting hot in the room. But what I I really liked about them is that they really built up all the music. And then it would go really, really delicate. Mm. It was really nice. I thought it was really nice. Definitely.
1: I think within the realms of post rock, that's about as heavy as it gets. Mm. Maybe it's just the live show, because obviously live shows are always heavier. But yeah, it was. There were. had some really sort of crushing riffage.
0: Yeah, and Tony. He yeah. was manic. His was, uh, his moustache was great and he was manic.
1: He was running around like in a frenzy. <laughs> and did you notice he kept going up to his amp? I think he was in love with his amp because he kept going up to it and like sort of crotch thrusting it. Do you know
0: what I find really odd? Um, when there's a band playing and they both come up and they're, they're two guitarists and they come up to each other and kind of rub the guitars together. Yeah. I find that's really like homoerotic.
1: Yeah, it definitely. Isn't
0: is. it? And I kind of—I had a bit of a smirk on in my face. In a good way, of yeah. course. You want of
1: course. homoeroticism in shows, I'd in, uh, um... I've done that before. Have you? Yeah, rubbed my guitar with another man's guitar. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay, mm. Alex. Um, yeah, I, I always think it's quite funny. I saw a lot of that at, uh, at the Small Ideas gig. They're touring with uh, Maybe She Will currently, aren't they?
1: Bassist, look like a Viking.
0: Yeah, I think that's why I was scared, because I saw him and I thought, oh no.
1: Yeah, you look like you should be in a, quite a heavy yeah. band.
0: He had um, a really like, bit long beard. and his tat- Oh, his tattoos were really cool. Oh, yeah. They I, were, do, I um, do
1: actually have a note yeah, Let's talk about the tattoos Okay Yeah Because I think the drummer Had like a logo Tattooed on his chest Did you see that? Yeah Because it was the same logo As on their t-shirts
0: Really? Yeah it was
1: like A really simple symbol On his chest
0: That's cool and, That's um, um, dedication that's To dedication, the band. Yeah. yeah Commitment
1: In a way I think All bassists Should look like that bassist yeah, his bassists are like beefy, beefcake. Um, but yeah, his tattoos were good because mm. it looked like he had little windows in his yeah, arms. Yeah, like, and, and
0: like jewels.
1: Like looking into another galaxy through his arm.
0: <laughs> yeah. A it, was, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, they have an album out called This Is Our Machine and Nothing Can Stop It. They were machine-like in their
1: they fury. They had some really... Um, Really quirky little guitar licks that were kind of cheeky, I think yeah. sometimes. But then they managed to be really heavy and epic at the same yeah. time. I think it was really, really accomplished.
0: It was like, um, they, if there were an animal, there would be a cross between a small lamb and, and a Godzilla. Yeah. Wouldn't they?
1: Like Godzilla with a a fleece on.
0: Yeah. Just
1: wearing a cardi.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And a beanie (laughs) hat. A beanie. (laughs) Alex's hat now is quite, he's wearing now is quite epic. It's huge. Alex said that it was like uh, the hat that one of the guards of the Queen has. And then he asked me what um, they were called. And I said... Mm.
1: Beef, cake. beef cakes. <laughs> They're not called beefcakes. That's what the Queen calls them, we got
0: I forgot that they were called beef eaters, but yeah. What's that? We don't know what the hat's called as doing. They're
1: just called bearskin hats, aren't they? Bearskins? Mm. They're made from actually, actually made from black bears in Canada, I think. Really? Because there are too many. Uh, that's what they say. That's how they justify
0: it. Too <laughs> far too many. Uh, that's the kind of thing aliens would say. Far
1: too many bears here.
0: Aliens would say about us. But here's my human suit because there were far too many humans.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's
0: got geeky mm. round Don't now. kill bears.
1: No. Don't this is real fur, by the way. Can I feel we, it? Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's really soft. No, it's it's been in the wars. I was wearing this at Reading Festival when I saw Pendulum.
0: Yeah. And I got
1: very 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 sweaty. sweaty. Yeah. Yeah
2: i when can imagine when i came
1: out of that, it looked like i'd had a shower with my clothes <laughs> on there was no area of my body which was dry in any respect <laughs> it was that was uh, a strange time a strange time indeed
0: disgusting but yeah I, I think until i watched you from afar were my
1: second favorite band i think they were my favorite band of the night i could
0: tell you're enjoying yourself mm. you had that face on like you looked like you're boarding your boy What's yeah yeah, and I could see you smirking as well. Alex like, kept writing notes on his phone, and I, I thought at the beginning he was being really rude, like texting. Just texting. Like, oh, I'm really bored. <laughs> yeah, um, but he wasn't. He was writing notes.
1: I was. Good. Anyway, we digress. Um, this is, and so I watch you from afar with I capture castles. Maybe she will then the headliners. Yep,
0: the big ones. Maybe we should do this. Maybe we ah, oh, I can't think of a joke. I'm just gonna have my eyes. Oh, let see. 20.
1: I got your joke. Ha
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Yes. Let me uh, swig this.
1: All right. Well, maybe she will. They were they were also epic. I think epic's a good word to describe them. A lot of tension there, as all good post rock has. Um. Some of it, like they went on for a long time. They, they weren't afraid to, um, like take one riff and make that into a song, I think. Like just work with mm. one riff and develop it. Yeah, develop I know. An so. And like, um, kind of got a bit trance like sometimes, which was really cool. Um, and then they took you by surprise and went into like an assault on the ears. Yeah. Which was cool. They were quite math as well, quite intricate. Mm.
0: They're from Leicester, so. The best band was from Leicester, yeah. Uh, they're touring till around the 29th of May. They're touring, um, like we said before, with and so I Watch You From Afar. Mm. Um, they, uh, they're the female bassists. Let's talk about that. Let's talk College. about female bassists in bands. Johnny yes. Foreigner has a female bassist in band and we like she it. She
1: does. She's really nice. Um, nice
0: to look at.
1: And to listen to. Mostly to listen to. Not that she's bad looking, she's very attractive. She's you digging well.
0: yourself into a hole.
1: <laughs> um, okay, I think all bassists should either be really pretty girls, or, <laughs> or like big burly men.
0: With dual arms.
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't see... Not dual arms.
0: arms. <laughs> like they have...
1: Many arms, like many a Hindu gods. Yeah, to play like their bass. I Hindu gods could be like one-man <laughs> bands. Yeah. Like, they could play bass, guitar, like have a, a bass drum on their then back. Then be
0: like shredding with another It'd hand. That'd be
1: awesome. Podcast.
0: Uh, maybe she will. They're releasing a new album um, called "Sing the Word Hope in Four Part Harmony." Mm. Um, they've already had two albums now, so they're doing well.
2: Pretty
1: big,
0: yeah. Um, their new album's uh, going to be released around June, early June, I think, uh, of this year. And uh, I think the biggest song today is "Parasol and Sex Tape."
1: Yeah, are we not going to talk about that. Well, you
0: can talk, say. I've, I've
1: seen the Parasol and Sex Tape. As I imagine most what, sixty percent of No, that's not right. Maybe thirty percent of the population of Boys the English speak English speaking world have seen. Yeah. Yeah, well, most of my friends have seen it. And it's not it's not anything to write home about. (laughs) I wouldn't write to my (laughs) mum about it. It's it's really not. It's it's mostly just Paris Hilton being egotistical and filming her boobs. Oh. How good they are. Mm. But
0: so, uh, check that out as well. Don't. <laughs> no, no, don't you check could it check out. it
1: out if you're that way inclined. Has it
0: not been deleted off the internet? No, I'm pretty
1: sure you can still find it for free. Oh, I don't know probably. if it, that's illegal or not.
0: No. People probably saved it.
1: I, I think you should be able to watch it. I don't think she deserves any money for it. So just download it.
0: I remember once um, I read something about like she saw her sex tape in like a video store in New York and then she tried to buy it. No, she tried to steal it and then she got arrested for stealing her own sex tape.
1: (laughs) Says her right. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) And that was the Paris Hilton sex tape by Maybe She Will.
0: The painting at the end.
1: Oh yes, we should talk about what
0: that. What was it? I thought astronaut bears with a lack of genitalia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was it was cool. Anyway, whatever it was, it was really cool. And I, I was amazed how quickly you did it, really. Mm. It's very intricate. Yeah. And they sold that at the end of the show.
0: How much did they sell it for?
1: Only £30, oh. I think. Price. I
0: think um, on the walk home I saw a guy carrying it away. <laughs> it
1: must have been a task.
0: Yeah, it's pretty big. I I, I like that they did that. It's uh, yeah. it's quite sweet, isn't it?
1: Some would say pretentious. I say <laughs> forward thinking.
0: Yeah. Do you though, Alex? Yeah. Your face says otherwise. <laughs>
1: oh no, no. I've, I thought it was really cool. I've never yeah. seen live art before.
0: Yeah. So you've never seen someone painting before?
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> I've seen people painting. They're not. As a spectacle. Yeah. I liked suppose.
0: It. But we have our interview with Steve coming up, which uh, is great.
1: Mm, um, it is. It was, yeah. He was really good at being interviewed. Knew exactly we just took a back to seat.
0: Mm. I was um, really interested in what he was saying. Mm. And I forgot that I had to ask questions.
1: She fall deeply into his eyes.
0: Oh, Steve. <laughs> Steve. Don't, don't lie, you love him too.
1: I love him as well, I like his facial hair.
0: I like his facial hair as well. I think it must have taken quite a while to... to it's
1: very well trimmed. Mm,
0: trimmed, mm. kept really well. Um, and yes.
1: Yeah, do we call him Steve or Stee? Uh, some people call him Stee, so you can call him that if you like, I think. But at the moment I think we're calling him Steve. Or Steven. Stephen. I'm sure he doesn't mind.
0: I'm sure he loves it.
1: Anyway, here's the interview.
0: Okay, uh, let's start with the obvious question, and um, what is Small Ideas?
3: Um, Small Ideas is basically an alternative music society that we have set up through the university. Um, it was kind of set up uh, on a whim from me and a, and a housemate who were a little bit annoyed at the lack of alternative music societies in the university. <laughs> so we we looked into it and we decided it wouldn't actually be too difficult to get it set up. Um, so basically we decided that it would be a society of people who were interested in alternative music, whatever that means in this day and age. Um, and we'd try and do everything we could to promote alternative music in every shape and form really. Um, especially focusing on the DIY kind of aspect of things and the smaller bands. Um, uh, We realised quite early on that we could book some of our favourite small bands and get them to come and play for us for a reasonable price, so that was where we decided to head. Um, It's kind of developed over the last year and a half. Uh, I wasn't originally the president, my housemate was, but then he decided to drop out of university which left me with the burden of being president and secretary and pretty much everything else. So for the last year I've been running around like crazy with a handful of flyers and a head full of crazy ideas, uh, trying to trying to get this up and running and going and people interested. And to be fair, I think, um, I think I've developed some interest. I would like to see more people. I mean, I still get people going, you know, I don't have a clue about your society, I don't know what it does where i didn't see you at freshers fair and things like that and it's quite hard to catch everybody at freshers fair it's quite hard to promote your society outside of freshers fair as well people are quite oblivious i think to some of the societies that are going on i mean you look at the uh, society page on the internet and they're really out of date there's nothing on there and ours isn't even on there and i can't even sort it out they don't They don't seem to respond to my emails.
0: Oh, dear. So when you say alternative, like we're using air quotes here because Mm -hmm. we haven't defined what alternative is.
3: It's true, yes. Um, Alternative's quite a risky word to use when you're talking about music because alternative can be anything between, I don't know, post-rock and electronica and everything in between folk and stuff like that. Um, And I guess we're trying to... Uh, we were trying to focus on one sort of area sort of in between the rock and the rave society we didn't really want to step anyone on anyone's toes in that respect but um, as I said I think a lot of people kind of came in expecting that the alternative music society would uh, try and promote razor light and things like that <laughs> but uh, we're not really interested in that kind of stuff we're more interested in kind of like the post rock and the, the ambient stuff um, kind of like I don't know. It's quite hard to describe exactly what genres of music we we put on or we play, just because they don't have genres. Sure. Nobody really labels them.
1: It's quite a broad range of genres that you cover. How, do you think that works?
3: I don't know. I think it's mainly uh, for the for the past year. It's been focused a lot on my music taste. Obviously, obviously because I'm making all the decisions. I I make decisions on the bands. Um, I made decisions, like for a long time I was doing all the DJing on the nights as well so I was deciding all the music on the nights. Um, so, I guess that broad range of genres came from my own personal tastes but I don't I don't want it to be that exclusive anymore. I'd like to broaden out and let other people def- define what their the society wants to play and things right. like that. I mean, this last uh, Society Night that we did We had somebody else from the society coming in, doing DJing, and we've had a couple of people uh, picking tracks and things like that, so it's nice to vary it up a bit as well.
1: Definitely, yeah. So you had quite a big gig on Tuesday. Yep. How do you think it went?
3: Um, In terms of gigs that we've had in the past, um, it was a very good gig. Um, It was very busy. Uh, we had, certainly had a lot of fun, like all the bands were really amazing, they're some of my favourite bands, so it was really nice to get them on and uh, get to chat to them and things like that. I mean, I've had Maybe She Will and Answer so Watching From Far On before, um, and I've chatted to Worried About Satan beforehand as well, and uh, they're all really nice guys, they can do more for you.
1: Yeah, sure, we met Worried About Satan, they were
3: really yeah, safe.
0: we have least. their CD yeah. that they kindly gave us for free. Oh, yeah,
3: that's really
0: nice. um, Am I right in saying that two of the bands were from Leicester?
3: Yes, uh, I think uh, quite a few of the bands were sort of... They all know each other from certain areas, but maybe she will definitely from Leicester. Mm. I know, Tide Irie used to be based in Leicester. I don't know whether they're still all based in Leicester.
0: So um, what do you think um, about like, the alt scene in Sheffield and how do you think it compares to other cities like Leicester?
3: Um, I think there's a huge gap between the alternative music scene, like the DIY promoters, and then the bigger venues there's sort of a big gap between those two different types that there's people who put gigs on in pubs and are people who put gigs on in the arena and I don't really see much um, much space in between uh, and there are a lot of DIY promoters about that I've kind of stumbled on um, when I've started messaging around and when you start looking at some of the nights that the venues are putting on, realised a lot of the venues have good promoters going to them. Um, so there is quite a nice little alternative scene, it's just, it's hard to find, you need to really know what you're looking for to get into it and I think that's a, a bit of a shame cause it's quite hard to advertise in, in Sheffield at the moment yeah. they've got this ban on flyering. I don't know whether they're actually enforcing that, but apparently there's a fine. You have to have a uh, permit to fly in the city centre and they cost a couple of hundred quid. Oh. And without that, you get a nice big fine.
1: So mm-hmm. you're going to do it sort of guerrilla style, haven't
3: you? Yeah, I mean, uh, I always feel a little bit dodgy when I'm putting up posters on sort of like pillars and things like that. I'm mm-hmm. like, am I going to get stopped doing this? Um, I always figure that if it's around the university, I'm pretty safe but I try and be a little bit stealthy about it as well, just in case.
0: It was like in first year, I didn't even realise that um, there were pubs around Sheffield that were putting on these nights, like the Red House and Shakespeare mm-hmm. and the Harley, and um, they are really, really great nights, mm-hmm. and the people there are so friendly. It's just like a great atmosphere all the time, all those places. Um, so what do you think of like the uni's alternative nights, I'm using air quotes again, is it mm. just mainstream alternative?
3: Um, I don't know. There are some great bands that go through Fuzz Club, um, and then you've got your fair lot of very mainstream uh, indie bands that go through there as well. Um, it's quite nice. I mean, there have been a couple of nights that have been really good at Fuzz Club. I mean, they had Meet Me in St Louis before they split up, yeah. and that's a really good, a really good band to have. Although it was it was very empty for that. Mm. I think. There isn't a huge scene among the um, student population for the, those alternative bands that are that much bigger, because I think the problem with putting on um, sort of gigs that are alternative like that in a in a bigger venue in a student venue, it's it's harder to get people to come along. Because you've got something like LebMill or whatever and it they sort of advertise to the general population whereas I think Fuzz Club is very, very student orientated. So all the all the emails that go out and all the um advertising is all around the university campus Mm. and it's I don't think they advertise to non students. I think it's part of their policy to even not advertise to non students. We've been warned against not getting too many non-students to come along to our nights really? just because we have to sign them in as well we have to sign them into the universe uh, into the Union if we were if they've not got a student card mm-hmm. so that, that does make it quite difficult
0: it's a shame because like Fuzz has had really good bands mm. and like gone on to do really well mm. um, like LaRue yeah. and the Golden Silvers and mm. like when LaRue played there was hardly anyone there and they closed Fuzz off to just one room yeah so it was really so sad yeah, it's,
1: a, it's a real chance isn't it Fuzz Club people who play there do actually, I don't know how mm. they do it, they seem to predict quite many yeah. bands.
3: Yeah, I mean, um, some of the nights will go along and some of the bands it'd be packed full of them, like I went for Dan Sack vs. Scrupius Pip and that was yeah. absolutely yeah. jam-packed full. And it just seems so variable whether people are going to like the bands or not, which is a shame. It seems a bit
1: strange that they don't put more of the sort of post-rock and, and sort of stuff that Small Ideas deals with on mm. the Files Club because I think 65 Days of Static played there and I
3: thought that yep. was pretty packed when I went
1: yeah it was very packed pretty yeah. yeah. there's got to be a, a scene there
3: yeah I know I think 65 have sort of made a name for themselves and a lot of people who wouldn't normally listen to post-rock will quite willingly listen to 65 Days of Static I think they're more accessible to more people with different tastes of music um, I know there are a lot of people who just can't handle music without any lyrics in mm-hmm. uh, I mean uh, probably about 90% of the music on my iPod doesn't have any lyrics it's just the way that um, I listen to music I listen to the music first and then the lyrics afterwards whereas I think a lot of people listen to the lyrics first and the music afterwards really? um, but I think 65 Days have done really well for themselves just because um, they've managed to get out there and they're, they're doing what they like as well they've been really experimental still and they're making it big
1: Yeah, and of course that's where you got the name from
3: Yeah, cool that's true, yeah Is I there mean,
1: the reason behind that?
3: I think it might have been at the time, the it wasn't long since the newer album had come out and me and my housemate were very obsessed with that and we were thinking what name should we have, should we name it after, something we really like and um, so we thought yeah we'll, we'll use a name of a band that uh sort of like representing the kind of stuff that we want to do, the kind of stuff that we want to put on and 65 Days for us were that band at the time um, and we decided to call it The Destruction of Small Ideas and obviously that's a very long title for something um, in, res- in terms of it doesn't really roll off your tongue or fit on posters or flyers. So we shortened it down to Small Ideas and that's kind of where we got the name from. Uh, in retrospect, calling it Small Ideas in Sheffield where 65 Days of Static come from is maybe, I don't know. I didn't. Th- we didn't think of it at the time, but... I don't know if it was a- the wisest of moves, but it's kind of stuck now.
0: Do you think they've seen your flyers?
3: I'm pretty sure they have um, I've also shown the flyer to one of the promoters at a corporation who is also in a band called the Miramar Disaster who are very good friends with 65 Days of oh. so I'm pretty sure they're aware of, of the happenings so.
0: um, do you have any hot tips I'm going to put hot tips in air quotes because <laughs> it's embarrassing to say hot tips but um, for any new bands for that ball
3: there are Certain bands around that I've got to know, they're sort of more local Sheffield bands. I'd say that you can get to see them very easily for a couple of quid at one of the smaller venues. Um, if you're into some kind of uh, post-rock, Russian circles kind of stuff, Bleak Low are a very good band who, who are, they're quite good friends uh, of, of mine. Um, I've seen them a couple of times live and they are a really good band. They actually practice in a in a basement just down the road from me so I hear them quite often Um, also there's there's a band who I booked for one of my um, the very first small ideas actually we did Um, their name used to be Silence in Venice and now they're called All the Damn Kids Um, I'm not sure whether they're my taste in music but they do what they do very well and I think they're one of those bands that are going to be more popular because they're kind of they're appealing to the indie crowd rather than anything else. So they've they've already generated quite a lot of interest and they've won two band competitions already. And one of the one of the, the guitarist actually is is a friend of mine as well. Um, I'm probably forgetting some bands, but there are lots of smaller bands that I know of. Um, Calf by Calf are a, a very good band I've been impressed with. I think they used to be students. Uh, Takapau have been uh, they played for us as well and they played quite a few other nights around They're, they seem to be a very uh, popular choice as well um,
0: Do you get a lot of student bands um, like asking you to be on Small Ideas Bill?
3: I don't think the student population who are in bands really know of our night mm-hmm. so much so we'll find a student band that we like and we'll approach them um, I think the main most bands that come and ask us are people who have found us on the MySpace um, and they, they're just trying to get gigs wherever they can. Um, so they're not always from Sheffield, quite often they're from surrounding areas.
1: Okay, have you got like a, a fantasy bill then? Not necessarily bands that you could get but bands that, if you could have any bands in the world, what would be your fantasy bill?
3: Well, it was it was quite funny actually. we uh, we thought... 65 Days would be a really good band to get as a um, as like an anniversary show or something like that and it was kind of like a wild idea that we'd had and we thought why don't we just like try and do a festival or something like that and this was when we were back um, with our heads in the clouds thinking that we could do pretty much everything we wanted to do right. but 65 Days would have been cool but obviously Fuzz Club have good connections with them and they, they got Fuzz Club for their anniversary and we were happy with that, that was cool, Six Five Days are one of our favourite bands. Um, I guess, I, I have n- I've never really thought of the kind of bands that we'd love to get in just because it's pretty out of our league, we'd it never really be able insane. to do it. So we usually look at bands that we really like but are achievable mm. and I mean, the gig on Tuesday was pretty close to one of my favourite lineups. That uh, was, was probably one of my uh, favourite lineups from the whole um, lot of shows that we've done so awesome. far. It was great. It was a really good gig.
0: Um, Steve, do you have any guilty pleasures? End um, dubs, maybe? <laughs> any bands that you're embarrassed to
2: like?
3: Um, I don't know. I don't know how to be embarrassed about the bands that I like anymore <laughs> because. Most of the time I'll be listening to my music on my headphones or whatever and I have it nice and loud so I'm pretty sure everybody else can hear as well and I've just got over the fact that most people aren't going to like what I'm listening to anyway so um, I've stopped being embarrassed about any music that I listen to and I don't think there's any bands that I'd I'd be embarrassed about listening to or anything like that. I mean I don't really listen to much mainstream stuff at all. people always ask me in pub quiz and things like that oh you should know the answer to this it's a music question yeah. and I just look at them blankly because I don't have a clue about any of the popular music I don't know cut myself off a little bit
0: <laughs> oh dear well um, that's 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 fine what's wrong with that but um so Small Ideas this has now been going for one year mm-hmm. um, we went to the gig this week and it was the one year anniversary
2: mm-hmm.
0: Um, how do you think the society's evolved like how have the bands changed and the things you're now looking for to put on the bill
3: I think we just Learned a lot from the shows that we've done in the past, um, we've generated interest amongst sort of the students in lower years, um, we've sort of developed a good uh, number of friends who are in the first year and who have actually stepped up now and are quite interested in being the new committee, so I guess it's just a matter of getting more people involved, finding out their opinions as well and trying to take that on board so in a sense we're trying to evolve as a society to include more people um i guess we've we've started the very first gig we did we didn't book huge bands and we've sort of progressed slightly We're, we're booking more bands who are better known i think which is why we got quite a nice turnout on on tuesday yeah and what are your plans for the next year, um, towards? Well, my plans are to sit back and let the society go on without me and be part of the background to help out the new people we've, we've got in, who I have full confidence in. They all seem like they know what they're doing and they're, they're all very into their music. Um, one of the guys who's on the new committee is actually uh, the synth player in my band so i know he's got an exceptional taste of music by exceptional i mean pretty much exactly the same taste of music as i've got right. but um i think uh, there are certain ideas that i've had that haven't come to fruition yet but i would like to see happening and i'm hoping that next year with more people in the committee we'll be able to achieve more um, one idea that we've had for a long time is to start up maybe uh, an alternative magazine where we can put in um, happenings about the society, bands we found, listings of gigs that we think are good around the city, sort of to let people know about these smaller venues, the sort of gigs that people might not, they might miss, and things like that. Um, and sort of we, we wanted articles and reviews in there as well. And first, the first idea of it we had was we would release it as a, an actual magazine, a, a little handheld thing that we just printed out. Um, and it's kind of developed into thinking about using uh, an online blog instead. It would be cheaper and easier, more environmentally friendly, that kind of thing. Um, the internet's so widely accessed now that it might even get more viewership if it's online as well. Um, but we were, we were thinking of trying to get that up and running so we'll be putting in music reviews, articles, things like that online. Hopefully we'll get the, the members of the society interested in looking at that.
0: So if you want to get involved in Small Ideas and the Alt Music Society, how, how would someone go about doing that?
3: Um, probably via Facebook or email. Um, if anybody emails me, I'll still deal with them. But we do have a new president now who's probably the first port of call. Um, I guess for now, if you search for Small Ideas on Facebook, it's quite easy to find. Um, Or if you even search for Small Ideas Sheffield on Google, there are a couple of things that come up there which are related to us, but mostly you do get 65 days of static. Um, And if you find uh, an email address my email address is mba07sh at chef.ac.uk and I'll obviously deal with anybody who wants to who wants to get involved and it's quite easy to get involved um, if you just join up to the Facebook group we use, we use that as the main outlet for all our messages and things like that just because it's easier. Um, Facebook has been a pretty a bit of a blessing for for societies I think
2: definitely
1: yeah there's no rigid selection process. No. I'm so. Sure, you're not elitists. <laughs> no,
3: no. Yeah, definitely. We we love to get people involved. It's always nice when people come to us and say, "Oh, we've we've seen your flyers. Uh, we're quite interested in what you're doing, or we came along to one of your nights and we really like what you're doing. Can we get involved and things like that? We really love that.
0: But I went to see um, Score Seven Bells at the Harley. As part of drowned in sound it was so good like it, seriously it was one of the best gigs i've been to in ages not better than it's wow, quite, <laughs> quite a statement yeah they were oh god they were just so good and the the it was two um it was two female singers um and they're both twins and they were so pretty and me and my friends were convinced that um one of them was willa holland from the oc slash gossip girl you don't know who that is It's Marissa face Sorry yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: She
0: was so She was like mesmerising She was on synth And she was just amazing And um, the the band was basically formed From um, the guitarist Ben Who used to be in Secret Machines And um, he formed them And they've been supporting Bat for Lashes and White Lies And you should really check them out They've got a new album out Called Alpinisms As I said that right? I don't know Yeah But they were really really good And the band that um, supported them as well
1: The Harley is always good fun.
0: It is is really, really nice.
1: don't think I've ever seen a bad gig at the Harley.
0: No. Here's School of Seven Bells with Kunja. But I could only afford one cider, so I did drink it really slowly because I, I feel really awkward at gigs. Like I have to have a drink in my hand.
2: Hmm.
0: Do you feel like that? No, <laughs>
1: you're not an awkward person. I just get in the pit, and throw <laughs> some throw some arms around, around. <laughs>
0: I'd really like to see you in like a circle.
1: Quite <laughs> interesting to, to watch in a mosh pit. Circle. In a, in a circle pit. Yeah. <laughs> Circle pits are a completely different kettle of fish.
0: What happens in a circle pit?
1: Everyone runs around in a circle, essentially, I guess. What do they do?
0: Run around?
1: Yeah, you, the person in the middle, there's like a, a boss. I think they're called a pit boss, that's the term, terminology. Have you
0: ever been a pit boss?
1: <laughs> I don't think I'm quite <laughs> big enough to be a pit boss. But I think you have to be um, a titan of a man to do mm. that job, or woman. But I've never seen a woman do that job.
0: Like one of the men on our, um, on our drink bottles.
1: Yeah, he you could, you could probably do it. He could be a pit boss.
0: My guy could be one.
1: I'd like to see my guy and your guy. Did you have say a fight. the word
0: bulldozer on it?
1: No, my one says speed machine.
0: Oh, I'm bulldozer in your speed machine.
1: That's good. It's bulldozer versus speed machine. That sounds like a fight I'd like to see. Mm. Although, mm, not really that into violence.
0: No, I'm mentally violent. I <laughs> don't you know what that means.
1: Although, if I'm in the middle of a mosh pit, I do have to try and save my own skin, so I tend to throw elbows.
0: Yeah, and our elbows are really skinny, so they hurt because they're bony.
1: Yeah, that's all we can do. Like I, I look like a puppet <laughs> in a mosh pit. <laughs> Some people stay really rooted and stand their ground. I just fly around like Pinocchio or something, being <laughs> tossed around by a gorilla.
0: What's the worst <laughs> injury you've had like in a mosh pit?
1: Um... I don't know. I think I've hit my head on the floor pretty hard before. Really?
0: Has there been blood
1: involved? No, but um, my girlfriend got knocked out once. Really? In a wash pit. Yeah. Oh, no. She had to be taken outside. Who are you seeing? Um, I can't remember. I think it might have been me, I hope, who are an awesome band from my hometown. Oh, yeah.
0: I thought you said me, I hope.
1: No, M I A, Space, H O P E. They're a really good band. Check them out. Plug. Yeah, because they're recording their album at the moment. They're, they just signed to Rising Records and um i'm friends with the bassist he's really cool you're in there i'm in there
0: um but i don't know how we started talking about mosh bits or stuff
1: that's fine i'm sure there was it's, no, it's relevant
0: mm, there was no mosh pits it's small ideas
1: no it was, it was very peaceful i found. I,
0: I thank, thank god for that because um i would have died I, i'm quite small and thin alex is thin but he's a t- bit tall so
1: a bit tall i, I look taller than i am Because of how thin I am, I'm just long.
0: (laughs) I wish that was, I could say the same for me. I can't, I look like a small boy. If you saw me in the street, you would probably think...
1: What would you think, small small boy?
0: Oh, look at that small boy who's... Wearing Sick. faux tweed, because I have a faux tweed jacket.
1: Small, sickly boy.
0: Sickly, pale boy.
1: <laughs> Should be in a wheelchair, like a wooden Victorian wheelchair.
0: Uh, I'd have some- I'd probably have like palsy if I was in the Victorian
1: age. Probably, I wouldn't- I, I think of- I always think of that guy out of the secret garden.
0: He's yeah. He's like, oh, the spores!
1: <laughs> the spores will get me, don't open the window! That would be us. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite fragile as
0: yeah. well. Swine flu would probably kill me.
1: <laughs> would it?
0: I think it would. I'm really lucky that I didn't get mumps. Touch wood. Can you just touch wood.
1: I've, I'm touching the okay, case. Yeah. Oh, that sounds wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll right. cut that bit out. Well, I did that later in post production. Maybe. Um, in the
1: explicit version.
0: Yeah, the uh, X-rated version. X-rated. Our blog's X-rated. You have oh. to you have to press the special I I consent because it's got adult
1: material. We might review that. I think. M- review. View no, that, that makes it more attractive. I think it's pretty think. cool.
0: Like, people are like, Oh,
1: mm,
0: will I vantage. see
1: just some... have a giant picture of genitalia? Yeah, not necessarily human genitalia, <laughs>
0: and not necessarily Alex's. So, oh,
1: I did not say mine. <laughs> I Why? thought you were
0: implying no, no, because I was... earlier I said we would take pictures of ourselves, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> not like that.
0: Right? <laughs> right, we're not crazy, seriously, no, okay. so.
1: Should we wrap it up?
0: We'll wrap it up now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been rambling. Most of Firing this will just be edited out. You know that, don't, don't you? Really? Yeah. I think uh, it's you've fine. drank so much of your energy drink. Oh, mm. actually, I have as well.
2: Mmm.
1: It's tasty.
0: Edge. It's, a, it's got an edge to it. Um, that oh. was it for our first ever uh, subdivide podcast. Thank I, you if
1: you've actually listened yeah. this far.
0: Because we oh, I think I'm quite annoying. <laughs> okay uh if you want to check us out or anything we're doing um you can go to subdivide music and we'll be posting stuff up there pretty soon um we'll be po- hopefully posting this podcast up there yeah and you
2: definitely. can comment
0: on it if you want you don't have to you don't have to go on it if you don't want to we'd appreciate you just sit it at home and waste your lives yeah we don't care you Stay but. on
1: your sofa rotting away
0: <laughs> we actually do care so we quite appreciated it if you if you went on a you can probably
1: stay on your sofa and listen so mm. those things and are aren't mutually exclusive
0: no um i don't know when we're gonna next record when we've been to gigs but exams are on now so yeah, it's education a, first guys mm, exactly uh okay then we're gonna wrap it up then <laughs> okay. we will actually wrap it up now okay um, thank you thank you for
2: listening bye bye divide podcast